Recently, there was a young woman and an older man on an airplane ride, and the older gentleman uh, was a self-proclaimed atheist. And whenever he went on plane rides, he loved to debate the existence of God, and he noticed this, this particular young woman was wearing a cross. So when they sat down, he said, hey, when I come on plane rides, I like to have a conversation and uh, really like to debate the existence of God. And she said, well, let me ask you a couple questions first. Have you ever noticed how animals poop? Said so if you, you see in like elephants and, and cows, they have like mud pies. It's like this just giant thing and it hits the ground and it splats. And then there's like rabbits and there's deer and they, they poop out these little pebbles and they kind of go all over the place. Like, do you know why that is? And he's like, I don't have a clue. He's like, what about, she's like, what about fish? You ever notice how fish, like it's in the tank, they're in a tank, like, like these strings come out? Like, do you, do you know why that is? And he's like, I don't have a clue. And she said, why would you want to debate the existence of God who created a universe that is 90 plus billion light years across when you simply do not know crap? <laughs> Bernie and Luke are here today um, not to be worshipped themselves, right? They're here to, to honor this God who again created a universe that is 90 plus light, billion light years across to honor him for making the other. They're here to rejoice over that creature that God created, God the creator created, and to really just say thank you. I'm here to praise and thank you for that. And we, and we hear that so beautifully in our, in our first reading from Proverbs today. And I, I just think um, if anyone went out here, Luke, you're the, you're the winner today, right? Right? He's like, yeah, for sure. Um, so the wedding couple at a, at a wedding, they pick the readings and they chose Proverbs 31 today, which was actually read a couple weeks ago uh, in the Catholic Mass on Sunday. And we hear the words, when one finds a worthy wife, her value is far beyond pearls. And that's going to be Luke's job as a husband is, is to remind her of her value because we live in a world that just seems to degrade women, to push them down. And, and there's so much uncertainty. So it's going to be one of your tasks as a husband is to affirm Brittany the rest of your life. And just to, and, and you're, you're, the reading said today that you are going to do something that I think is so beautiful in the reading. It says, you are here to entrust your heart to her. So then, Brittany, your job will be to hold his heart with deep love and conviction. And this is my one thing for both of you, because after this, it, the, the mass pretty gets, gets kind of crazy. Because um, emotions are going in a lot of things. But my one thing for both of you today is count your blessings. And when you run out of blessings... Count some more. And when you run out of blessings, beg God for some more blessings to count. We live in a world that just seems to be devaluing so many things. We forget of all the blessings the Lord has gotten us. And you two have, have sacrificed a lot. And you have a lot of family here who have been sacrificing for you, friends who have been sacrificing for you. And I just encourage you just each day to just take time to, to give thanks and praise for all your many blessings. If you're like me, I always like to start small. If you have warm water, there's so many people in the world who don't have that. Even clean water a bed to sleep in. There's just so much to be grateful for. And that should just bring up that, that ideal that we hear from St. Paul today talking about rejoicing. And the, the word rejoice um, doesn't really hit well at what St. Paul is really trying to say is actually the word is to delight. That's the proper translation, delight. To take time to know that God delights in you. Like when God sees us, he's not like, oh, what a mess. How could you? How dare you? 
We live in a God who delights in us. And it says even more deeply in the gospel today, uh, it always just blows my mind when people pick this gospel. I think it's so beautiful and, and, and good on you for picking this gospel. But we, we heard the words, Jesus say that, said this, and if you're going to hear anything out there, um, really pray to receive this. We heard the words, as the Father loves me, so also I love you. God, the creator of the universe, had infinite love for Jesus. And that love is the Holy Spirit. But Jesus says, as the Father loves me, he so also loves every single person here. Like that, when I, when I hear that, I, I just can't imagine God the Father loving me as much as he loves Jesus. And to know that if I was the only person on earth, Jesus would have gone to war with sin and death to win me back because he wants his family back. He doesn't want us to be separated. And when I was talking to Brittany and Luke as we were preparing for this uh, wedding, um, there's just this idea like we, we don't have to be so innovative. The Catholic Church has a spot for every single person here. There's an invitation before us to receive that love. And, and what happens is when we receive that love and we remain in that love, is there's a sense that I don't have to earn God's love. I don't have to be perfect because what perfect love does, it casts out all fear. St. John, the beloved disciple in his epistles, says that because fear has to do with judgment. And I think our world has seen enough judgment. We've all been judged or misjudged in some area or we judge other people improperly. But there's an invitation before us is, is to actually just, as you are today, to receive God's love. You don't have to do anything besides just give him permission. Like, Lord, I'm going to invite you to love me. And it almost sounds too simple. And our, our world is great at making things so complicated, but Jesus Christ did not come here to make our lives more complicated. He's inviting each of us. He's knocking at the doors of our hearts to come in or come in again and to receive his love that gives us our identity as a beloved son or a beloved daughter. And it's all been purchased for you on the cross. The debt's been paid, the penalty's been paid. When Jesus died on the cross, he paid it all. That's, that's his gift to you is, is you get to participate in the relationship he had with the Father. And then what's going to happen for Brittany and Luke, God willing, is that they get to have children and they get to co-parent with God. And they're really here to say that they love this God so much and they love you all so much is to say, I love you so much, I want more of you on earth because I believe you make the world a better place. That's what marriage is really about. But it's so hard to stay together. So in the Catholic Church, we believe in something that's a little bit strange to the world. We believe it takes three to get married. Husband, wife, and God. And there should just be a sense of, for, for Brittany and Luke today, just a sense right now just to thank the Lord for all the blessings he's given you and to know that he has a bigger plan for your marriage, for your life, than you could ever imagine. And what gratitude allows us to do, it allows us to expand our vision to what God actually wants to do for us. And also gratitude, what it does, it helps us know that what we have is enough. So many of us sitting here today, sometimes we feel so beaten down, so battered. And we, can, we compare ourselves to other people. And, and Brittany and, and, and Luke are not here to be a comparison. They're, they're here to say that this is for everyone. They have their own journey, how they've gotten here today. There's also an invitation maybe for you to 
start your journey or restart your journey with the Lord by simply just receiving his love. And to know that, that they can't do it on their own is why they invited you all here to support them. There's nothing better in a, in a marriage when the couple feels supported by their family. And you guys have such beautiful families. It was a wonderful opportunity to spend time with both of your families tonight. But again, don't you want that for everyone? And that's what Brittany and Luke want you all to know is just that, that love that is not perfect within family. There is a, a messiness that we all experience. But what the Lord does when we invite him in, we let him, we let him love us. He changes our mess into a message. And he, he allows our message to make us into messengers, to tell people about this God who infinitely loves us. And that we don't have to compete. We don't have to strive. We just have to receive. And when we, when we receive, we receive the identity of just knowing who and how the, the Father sees us as his beloved son or beloved daughter. And that's such a beautiful invitation for all of us here today. And again, you don't have to be innovative. You don't even have to be creative. I think it's just an invitation to receive and be so grateful for all the many blessings we have. In just a moment, Luke and Brittany are going to profess their vows today before all of you, and they are going to proclaim and to thank God for bringing them together. But what they need is your prayers to remain faithful because marriage is so under attack today. And that's why it's so, such a blessing to have all of you here to support them, to pray for them, to sacrifice for them. And if Brittany and Luke have done anything that has inspired you, one thing I think our world is in such a need of is to be people of affirmation. Live in a world where people are wondering, am I good? Does anybody notice what I'm doing? And it's just a, an opportunity to, to, to give thanks and praise. So to take a moment of silence, and if you feel called, just by God, to open your heart, I just want to invite you to do that. And take a moment just to pray for Brittany and Luke as they profess their vows, as they state their vows before all of you, to pray for them to be a couple of, of thanksgiving, a couple of gratitude that counts their blessings, that counts their blessings, and when they feel like they run out, to count some more. And what it does, again, it expands our vision of what God actually desires for us. It helps us see things in reality. Yeah, many atheists might not know why God poops, or, or animals poop a certain way, right? Believe in a God who, who loves us beyond all measure, infinitely loves us. There's nothing we can do to make him not love us. And Brittany and Luke are here to thank that God for creating that other for them so they can continue this mission, this message, and to invite more and more people in. So we just take a moment of silence to pause. We pray for you, O Holy Spirit, to fall upon us. Please increase our gratitude. Please give Luke the grace to know that Brittany is a, to become his wife, who is a prize beyond all pearls. And please give Brittany the grace to receive his heart as he entrusts his heart to her. And please bless all those who are here who maybe feel like they are too far gone. And please give them the grace to open their hearts to let you are real, Jesus. That you love us, Jesus. And that on the cross you purchased our identity as beloved sons and beloved daughters.
And as Brittany and Luke prepare for a lifelong union in the sacrament of holy matrimony, we pray for you, Lord Jesus, to keep them together and to keep them a couple of infinite gratitude. Make all these prayers in Jesus' name. Amen.